What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, June 18th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the future class of video games. Blessing at Oye Junior. Welcome back, Greg. Feels good, Wes. It's been too long since I was here at the Games Daily Desk. How how you been? How you been treating her? What's been happening? Oh my God, it's been such a week. <laughs> I've never <laughs> felt so exhausted by the end of a work week uh, than this work week, but it's been really fun. I've been talking about it all week about how, how fun E3 was to cover, uh, especially this being my first E3 was kind of funny. It felt sure. like something uh, super special, but man, by the time we hit KFGD yesterday, I, I felt like it was just all pandemonium of like us coming off of doing so many things, us react to act, reacting to Paris Lily's Xbox showcase. Yep. Uh, uh, it being so busy that you built the dock for yesterday and me being like, I don't know what, what this stuff is, is saying that Greg wants me to report on right here, but I'm just going to do my best. I'm going to do my best right now. And I did you crushed it. You killed it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Now imagine how tired you would be if on top of all the E3 stuff you did, you were flying to and from LA and then you oh, were yeah. walking around a show floor and then you're sweating and these, you're oh, getting God. pushed around okay, by people. So you're, you got that emotional tired. energy of waiting in line are you actually gonna make it what's up kev uh what i don't i didn't say anything i didn't hear anything i didn't hear kev oh really i definitely heard yeah. a voice i thought my apology maybe i'm just bleeding no no, no i, I was i but, was like oh greg works so much harder is what i said as a response oh no 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 i'm not making a reference to me i'm making a reference to really threes when you have to go to la and be in the convention center and you're up till two in the morning drinking your fucking face off and you wake uh, up at so, nine and you gotta go interview so somebody much fun it's so much fun. I can't it's the best, but I mean, it's like super fucking exhausting. So I'm One glad you just got a taste of that. You, I know you had a hangover this E3 blessing, and I know oh, you yeah. were exhausted by all the work this E3. So I feel like you did get a real uh, E3 experience. E3 experience. Yeah, I absolutely enjoyed it. Greg, speaking of E3, there were a lot of games announced for next year at E3. And Greg, I want to sure get your one. take. I tweeted out a poll this morning. Oh. Four games are coming out in 2022. Elden Ring. Just four Star games. Field, well, four big games, four games, no, four noteworthy games are coming out. Four games of consequence. Yeah, four games right, of consequence. All right. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. Hold on. I'm opening up the poll myself. Yeah. Why is your <laughs> Why is your banner Carlton and it's Fresh Prince of Bel Air matched up with the Yakuza? <laughs> How long has it been since you've clicked over to my Twitter page? That's been my banner forever. I see your tweets uh, go through. I don't need to come over here. I'm your I'm your real friend. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so you got Elden Ring, Ooh. Starfield, Zelda Breath of the Wild two and God of War Ragnarok. All of these games are slated for 2022. Which of these games do you predict wins game of the year at the Game Awards? It's a great question. And thank you, Kevin, for this visual aid showing the one Carlton <laughs> and... I don't, I don't see what's wrong with this. Was Will Smith's name on the Fresh Prince? Will? It was Will, right? Huh? Yeah, it was Will. Carlton and Will from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Carlton Banks, Will Smith. See, I, you, I mean, you asked the question, if all of these games actually hit, which do you think will predict? So I'm, I'm asking, you know, you're asking me in the actual perfect world where all the four of yes. these games come out. Yep. I would say Elden Ring. Really? Elden Ring. Yeah. Really? Why yeah. Elden Ring? I think that, uh, well, it's got a history, right, of the, what, the, it was Bloodborne, that one game of the Game Awards game of the year that year. One of them did, because oh, they talk, that's remember. how they introduced it, that it's it won a Game Award already. No, uh, I, I think they're talking about Sekiro, because Bloodborne, you're right, I think you're right, lost, you're 100% right. Yeah, I knew it was one of them, Witcher. I just wasn't sure which one it was. Yeah. Uh, I would think that Starfield will be a Bethesda game in an open world in space, which I can't wait for, but I think it's going to still have the jank of a Bethesda game. I think it'll still have that thing of like, oh man, like this doesn't feel like, 
a huge step forward for Western RPGs. I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I'm going to enjoy that game no matter what, I'm sure, but I hope I'm wrong on that. I think Breath of the Wild 2 could, could easily struggle with the fact that it's more Breath of the Wild, which is great, but it's, you know, when you're trying to live up to one of the greatest games of all time, right? How do you deal with that? And what do you do with that? And I think Ragnarok's in the same place of like, all right, cool. God of War number one was already such a hit. Like to follow in those footsteps is so difficult and to come out and have mm -hmm. it be like, no, I think no matter what, and stick, I know this is a crazy thing to say, no matter what, those games are going to disappoint people. I think, I think I'm going to be oh, blown yeah. away by both of them. I'm going to love both of them. But like, I didn't expect to love God of War 2018 the way I loved God of War 2018. So now I'm coming into Ragnarok being like, let's go. What's going to happen? And how do you really flip the script and make me go, holy shit, I didn't see this coming or I didn't expect it to feel this way. Like I already know how good the Leviathan Axe feels. I already know how good the Blades of Chaos feels. What do you, how do you amp that up? And Breath of the Wild is mm -hmm. the same thing of like, cool. Like I loved exploring that uh, Hyrule. I loved going around. Like I'm, you know, Barrett's, uh, I watched last night with fried chicken. Barrett, I was sitting here with a plate of fried chicken watching Barrett's uh, uh, 15 minute Zelda breakdown of the trailer. I'm like, this sounds fucking cool or whatever. But like, at what point does that like, narrative and skipping like yeah it was awesome being link and it was also awesome being ganon but i didn't like being zelda or vice versa, you know whatever you want mm -hmm. you want there's three things there one of yeah. them is weak and that's going to bring down the overall product and so i think elden ring is going to be the one that is the souls gameplay you expect right but in a new environment with a bunch of new shit happening and everybody's going to be all over it damn i what do you, that's you a compelling vote? argument i mean i'm not i i, I can't vote because it was my own poll but i still don't I still don't have a definitive answer because I think you can make an argument for and against all of these things. Starfield, sure. I think, is the wild card of Starfield could be the next Cyberpunk 2077 or it could be the, the next Witcher 3. And I don't know which as of now. I think the exciting thing about Starfield is the fact that it's a new IP. It's a new property. It's a chance for Bethesda to start off fresh and catch us off guard with something that is new that we haven't experienced before. And so I think that puts it in an interesting place for what game of the year conversations might be i'm 100 with you with zelda and god of war where with all of our built-up expectation for both of those games how much do they actually hit and when we're talking about when we're talking about game of the year right i think part of what makes a game of the year a game of the year for so many people is something coming through and surprising us yep. or uh exceeding our expectations above and beyond and yeah god of war one game of the year that year zelda breath of the wild one game of the year that year like how hard is it for a sequel to get game of the year again yeah. uh and, and like you know i th those are the two ones with the most votes on the poll so far god of war sitting at number one of 39 percent, and then breath of the wild 2 sitting at uh almost 34 percent and so like they have their built-in uh fan bases that are going to be supporting them i think uh fighting for them at game of the year but Again, we'll see. Like, of course, it's going to come down. Quality is going to come, come down to a number of things. But yeah, then you get to Elden Ring, and Elden Ring. You make the good point of pointing out Sekiro as a Game of the Year winner, but also Sekiro won Game of the Year in 2019, which was kind of a weird, weird year for video games, yeah. right? Like it was yeah. going up against Control, it was going up against Outer Worlds, it was going up against a bunch of games that uh, I felt kind of had the tuck and pull uh, of like having their individual audiences fight for them but nothing necessarily sticking out and Sekiro as a game from from software uh and a game that is just immaculate overall was the one that I think stood out as no this is the best game this year like this is easily the best game that that's come out in 2019 and Elden Ring coming out in a year that is also stacked I don't like how how much is the fact that it's a Souls game going to hinder it from the wider audiences wanting to hop in but maybe that's the, the thing shot. is maybe this is boiled to a point where 
people get souls games or you know they're going to be more open to them after demon souls remastered after bloodborne after you know sekiro like i think maybe and not to mention the you know the souls born uh, genre that isn't even that i would toss them like jedi fallen order in there right like there's a mm-hmm. bunch of different games in there that have opened that up in a way that like we talked about when on uh, ps i love you and the streams i did my first playthrough of bloodborne and you guys were all like damn you're actually kind of good at this to start and i'm like well every game has been copying this like i understand dodging and weaving and getting behind people like even though i've never played this far into the game i understand what it wants from other games that have been inspired by it but blessing eddie oye jr if you don't mind me i'm gonna flip the e3 script that i have here and ask you this question of these four games you have here elden ring starfield zelda and god of war ragnarok which ones do you actually think come out in 2022 Oh, okay. I like this question. Breath of the Wild 2 is not coming out next year. No. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, God of War Ragnarok, I could see coming out next year. I think that one will hit next year. For the record, I could I could see all of these games coming out. This is one yeah. of those where we I don't I'm not sitting here beating my chest saying like I was earlier, and I know everybody was, but God of War Ragnarok not coming this year. This is there's definitely a future where all four of these games drop. But I also oh, think yeah. there's a future where only one of them does. Yeah, Elden Ring for sure is coming out. Elden Ring, I have like that. That I believe they they gave that one the January date, right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did. You're Elden right, Ring you're is right. for sure coming out. Starfield, November date is what they gave it. Yeah, Starfield is November 11, 2022. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. That doesn't hit. That if I was I feel a like that's a man. risky date to put out there. If that you were coming ahead. in and saying, I have to, you know, you have to get in here and who are you going to, I would think only Elden Ring. I could see, I think Starfield, Zelda and Ragnarok could, uh, would all be delayed. Really? I think the fact for Ragnarok, I mean, because I, I mean, again, to what we're talking about of just like, especially, I mean, for Starfield, let's start there. We'll go from the top down. I mean, Elden Ring could be delayed too, but I think January is such a bold date that even if you delayed it, what, you're going to go to the summer? Maybe the fall yeah, exactly. push back. I don't think you're gonna I think it's gonna be that massive of a delay. Starfield being November, I feel like leaves them with such little wiggle room that if anything goes wrong, or again, this is Bethesda making a game for the first time, and I know there's much other shit, but you know what I mean. The first time since Fault 76, like Microsoft is in a very Halo Infinite situation where they don't want to publish this Todd Howard game and have it come across as, oh man, maybe they've lost their energy, their muster, whatever. They want this to be perfect. They want this to run great. They want it to be, uh, you know, double down on, well, they're on Xbox and PC only now, so there should be fewer bugs. This should be something we're actually giving them uh, millions of dollars to chase and fix and yada, yada, yada. So I think easily you could get closer to that game and be like, listen, it needs more time because we want it to be the epic you want it to be. And then Zelda Breath of the Wild, yeah. I mean, when Nintendo says they're targeting 2022, I love the transparency, but I also read between the lines on that one of they're not even they're not sure about 2022. So I think that would be a 2023. And then, yeah, God of War Ragnarok, of course, we're shooting in the dark, but it literally comes down to cool. Like we know nothing about that game. And of course, that could mean that next year there's a state of play and guess in in March and the game comes out in the summer mm-hmm. or whatever the hell is going to be or September. Uh, but I would see that. I would think that if I was a betting man, that could get delayed as well. Yeah, God of War Ragnarok is the one where I, if we don't get more info on that one by end of this summer, then I might start leaning toward your side. Right now, right now, I think God of War Ragnarok has very good chances of coming out next year because that that game was slated for this year and it being developed for uh, PS4 hardware alongside PS5 makes me think that it is going to be very iterative in terms of what it's doing technologically. You know, I don't expect it to be a gigantic leap in terms of what it's doing with next gen and what's doing with the engine and all this stuff like i expect it to be an iterative experience and with that you know i think that that is easier to make for them 
Um, and yeah, sure. like, I, I don't I'll go for it. No, no, it's fine. I, I think, honestly, I think you will not see something for God of War by the end of the summer. Because I think, again, you still have Horizon mm. in line before then. And again, Horizon has been said by Herman, right? That they are still planning for a 2021 release, but it's been a year. what In a year and a half, what can you do with that? And is that actually going to happen? And so I don't think you want to get out and start messaging God of War to steal the thunder of Horizon, especially if Horizon is going to be a spring 2022 game. And so, like, that's where you got to go. Do you, think, Over here in the- do you think Horizon is going to be spring 2022? I think it could be real easily. I think, I, I mean, like, again, like this goes back and I, I almost went angry. Greg voice really like, ah, you know, like, like the yelling, but I'm not going to. All right. Uh, uh, and Gada Sharma 99 says, Greg Ragnarok was supposed to be a 2021 game. They aren't going to push it to 2023. There was a motherfucking global pandemic in 2020 into 2021 that threw a wrench into every fucking work you need to know about and so let's even if you want to take the wrench out of that just talk about video game development when the fuck were you supposed to be playing halo infinite like no games get delayed i like i don't care how long this game has been in development games get delayed all the time i'm not saying that's what's going to happen again this isn't me being like here's the fucking bet we're making and i'm going to be right and you're going to be wrong but that's a really ignorant take i think and i I, and that's actually probably too aggressive i'm sorry but i think it's a a tone deaf take to be like it's supposed to be 2021 they aren't going to push it to 2023 well i said 2022 right i don't know why i'm saying 2023 did i fuck that up right yeah no 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 god i would be saying 2023 yeah Yeah, you would be saying 2023 yeah yeah, my apologies now i'm ignorant uh but it is that idea of like these things happen and again you don't want to fuck that up and especially playstation who now is in it's happening there is a heat coming off of Microsoft that PlayStation is starting to feel of, man, they got a lot of studios and a lot of cool-looking games, and they're all coming to Game Pass. And even me, where I'm making my list of what I want to play, and I'm like, shit, this is all on Game Pass. <laughs> like, if, oh, yeah. if, why am I doing this? I want to play Psychonauts. Well, I can get it there, but I can do this. and yet again, Like, all of that happening, like, I definitely don't think PlayStation can be like, you know what, fucking ship God of War and have Santa Monica be like, it needs more time. Like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I am saying that, sitting here and being like, it was supposed to be 2021, which for the record, I don't think it was ever supposed to be 2021. When mm-hmm. you're fucking, the, your reveal is just the Omega symbol or whatever, right? Yeah, the Omega symbol with some ice in it. I don't, that was not a, a real, that was not a vote of confidence that that game was actually coming this year. So now, we will see. Wh- one more question, even though I know we're oh, not I even aggressive. On I don't mean to be aggressive. I'm, I'm talking at large. I don't mean to be aggressive to oh, you. Oh man, you're passionate. You're, you're passionate. You feel it. You got the fire in you. You're back from E3. What are the chances? Oh, and I ate some cake today, too. I got so much sugar, and I've been chugging coffee. I'm having a great day. Out of the four games I mentioned again, Elden Ring, Starfield, Zelda, and God of War, Ragnarok, if they all hit next year, what are the chances that none of them win Game of the Year? Oh, very interesting question. Do you think there's a chance a game comes out of left field and and takes us all by surprise? Oh, 100%. That could happen easily. Do you have any predictions on what that game might be? Oh, now you're challenging me because I don't have... Like, you know, it's that thing where, like, literally, these are my... This this is the E3 script. <laughs> and then uh-huh. on the back of it are the notes I took during the conference for all the games, and I have not gone through to collaborate. What is... God, man. That's a really good question, Bless. When... Somebody no, I don't have an answer off the top of my head to give you where I think... I don't think we've seen enough, but I always think that there's mm-hmm. that... Again, what we're talking about, the game that catches you off guard. Now, we say that, of course, right? And... I would have put smart money on Last of Us Part Two being game of the year last year. And for many people, it was, right? Like that, you do mm-hmm. see that happen. And again, that was back to the conversation before of like a sequel being game of the year to his game of the year. And granted, we're playing fast and loose with whose game of the year you're looking at, but it does happen. 
Yeah, I mean, people in chat right now are mentioning games, right? Like somebody says Final Fantasy 16, somebody else is Redfall, uh, somebody said Forspoken, somebody says Spider-Man 2, which would be wild if that came out by next yeah. year, uh, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. None of these are necessarily sticking out to me as, as coming through and shutting things down, but Stalker 2, no, Overwatch 2, 2, Overwatch 2 is a good one. Overwatch 2 is a good one to shout out, but I also think that game's going to be really iterative off the first game, and so that's probably going to put it in a place where people don't consider it, consider it as much as they consider Overwatch 1. Blessing! Yeah. Enough about 2022 and possibly 2023. Let's talk GTA about what's 6. happening in video games today. Is, after all, Abandoned a Kojima game? Uh, we have some Epic Game Store leaks. And guess what? You can play the Sega Master System again very soon. We're going to talk about all this and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where, of course, you can write in to be on the show. You can get the show ad-free. You can get it with the exclusive post show we do each and every weekday and of course you get a bevy of other benefits you can have your name read on the show you can get the other shows from kind of funny with all the stuff i just said you get the exclusive shows like the q a and the next gen podcast and have a great time however if you have no bucks toss us on patreon.com slash kind of funny games no big deal you can watch all the shows for free you can be watching live as we record it on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games just like not skywalker rafael diaz and barack attack are of course if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games roosterteeth.com and listening on podcast services around the globe each and every weekday. Housekeeping for you, ladies and gentlemen. It, of course, is a huge Friday at Kind of Funny. Of course, there's the stream you'd expect on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. But more importantly, if you wanted to go to patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games today, you could see the live recording of the Kind of Funny X-Cast with Snowbike Mike, the Xbox Extended Showcases, Paris Lilly, and Aaron Greenberg and Pete Hines from Xbox and Bethesda stopping in as special guests to chat it up with the boys. Uh, if you don't want to pay and go to Patreon, no big deal. Of course, you can still get your questions in for Snowbike Mike, Aaron, and Pete today. But if you wanted to, you can get that show for free tomorrow, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Thank you to our Patreon producers, uh, Donovan Harkness, Blackjack. Today we're brought to you by Burrow, but I'll tell you about that later. For now... Let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Baker's dozen. You might say three items. This is not worth my time. I'll tell you right now, the first one is long, it's detailed, and it's going to have a lot of hand rubbing and us going, hmm, hmm, First one is, I titled it this, God dang it is abandoned. A Kojima game. Blessing, do you remember this game abandoned? Do you remember this? Yeah, I do. I do. Uh, we had so, a whole post show getting upset about this, and I'm happy to talk about this live on, on an actual episode because good, so much yeah, because there's a lot the to digest because it's been boiling and bubbling over since you talked about it on the post show. Even what I'm going to do is read from Jordan Oleman at IGN.com. If you go to IGN.com today, I beg you to please click on this article. Jordan has a giant breakdown of why suddenly we're all talking about abandoned again, plus the history of what is going on, so you can understand why it's being talked about again. So I'm going to start here, all right, with just 
what Jordan calls the announcement. Back in early April, Sony revealed a PS5 exclusive game called Abandoned from developer Blue Box Game Studios. A short teaser trailer provided a glimpse at an eerie game which is billed as a first-person cinematic horror survival shooter. Thanks to its content and the fact that the studio was relatively unknown beforehand, comparisons to games like Silent Hill and Hideo Kojima's PT were drawn almost immediately. Famously, Hideo Kojima used the mon- used the moniker Joaquin Joaquin yeah Joaquin I would say Joaquin uh, Mogren Joaquin uh, being an anagram for Kojima and Moby Dick Game Studios to reveal the Phantom Pain in 2012 before we knew it was Metal Gear Solid Five. Knowing the auteur's history of ruses and subversive marketing campaigns, fans started to surmise that Abandoned might be a secret Silent Hill game and perhaps even be the next Silent Hill. Let's go up next Hideo Hideo Kojima game and perhaps the next Silent Hill. As the rumor mill started to turn and fans dug into the lacking social media presence of Blue Box, the studio issued an official response to the rumors on its website. Quote, we have no association with Hideo Kojima, nor do we claim to have any association, nor was it our intention to claim such a statement. The statement reads, uh, we are a small group of developers working on a passionate title we wanted to work on, uh, we, we wanted to work on for a long time. So there you go. Abandoned is not a Hideo Kojima game. I start their blessing because for me, that's where this story started and ended. I remember mm-hmm. this happening. I remember being like, why is the PlayStation blog featuring this abandoned trailer? We're walking through the woods, whatever forgetting about it seeing this get spun up and be like okay then of course they came out and i actually was like oh man that sucks i feel bad that you know these people worked really hard on this game and then all of a sudden they're back into this thing of like is this on hills is it kojima yada, yada, yada. and then i caught maybe a blip of it during e3 of somebody asking me like hey, what do you know about this abandoned thing i was like well oh dang and like yeah like why and like they're kind of leaning into it now and i was like are they and then Overnight, I saw the one and only Jason Schreier go on a four-hour journey on Twitter, putting in links and posts, being 100% it was convinced it was a Kojima thing, moving on from it that it wasn't, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Jason's final tweet last night about this was, all right, after several hours of going down the rabbit hole, I am no longer 100% 100 convinced it's Kojima. Parentheses could very well be someone crafting all these coincidences to build buzz. But no matter what happens, this will remain one of the most entertaining video game stories of the year. So if you're like me, let's dive into Jordan's article and go down the rabbit hole. So why are we still talking about Abandon as the next Silent Hill slash Kojima project? Well, the game is going to be formally revealed on June 22nd as part of a special app you can download on your PS5, which will feature a series of real-time trailers from the game to demonstrate gameplay. In in the run-up to Abandon's gameplay reveal, the developers have set out some sent out some curious tweets that have sent Silent Hill and Kojima fans down a rabbit hole. On June 15th, Blue Box tweeted this: quote, guess the name Abandon equals in the parentheses, first letter S, last letter L. Reveal closing in dot dot dot. This led many fans to believe Abandon's official title is Silent Hill, but Blue Box then followed up with another apology. Quote, we wanted to set things straight. We have no relations with Konami. Silent Hill is owned by Konami. We do not have any relations with Hideo Kojima. It was never our intention to tease the name Silent Hill. We sincerely apologize for this. End quote. Now, can we pause there? Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that was the one that made me go crazy for a night. I don't know if you were paying attention to the Slack. You probably weren't because it was E3. I wasn't. But no, I, was, I was at E3, yeah. I was in the random. We have a, a Slack channel called Random. And I posted in there, like, just the link to this tweet. And then I, re- I replied to it. And I was like, I don't know if you guys remember what Abandoned is. But this is the game that they just denied was a Kojima game. And now they're leaning into the fact that 
oh, this game, the the real name for this game starts with A or starts with S, ends with L, all this shit. And then they they again responded by saying, oh, we do we don't have any relations with Hideo Kojima. It was never our intention to tease the name of Silent Hill. We sincerely apologize for this. This is now multiple times in a row where they put out and made the statement. And if you go into the replies like I did, they were there there are tweets in there where they are also saying. Oh, we had no idea that people thought that our game was Silent Hill. Like, why would you ever? Why would we ever know that? And when I tell you that, that pissed me off. <laughs> I read that and I was infuriated because at this point I was ninety nine percent that this has nothing to do with Kojima. This is just this is just a developer that is trying to to promote their game and use any sort of clout that they can get to get eyes on their game. But it was also the thing of. It's wild to me because this game was originally released, really, originally revealed on the PlayStation blog as a thing. Yeah. And like you said earlier, this is a really random game to be revealed randomly <laughs> on a PlayStation blog uh, for it to like be this first person horror game that doesn't look that great. It looks kind of weird. Almost looks like a fake game. Uh, again, a lot of this seems really weird up to this point, but I'll let oh, you Oh, it doesn't get any, it gets weirder. Like that's the whole thing about it, right? We keep getting, it keeps getting weirder and weirder as we go down the line. Let's join back to Jordan's article, all right? So again, there's Blue Box saying that Abandoned is neither a Silent Hill or Hideo Kojima game. But that hasn't stopped the rumor mill. Fans have unearthed a mountain of potential clues, which can be comp- can, you can find compiled on the Blue Box Conspiracy subreddit. There are some <laughs> coincidental ties between Blue Box and Kojima. To start, the, na- the, name of those, the names of those apparently involved. Uh, Hassan Karaman uh, uh, has the same initials as Hideo Kojima. And if you translate Hideo from Japanese to Turkish using, using Google, you get Karaman. Some have speculated that the BB Game Studios could also be a reference to the Bridge Babies, or BBs, from Hideo's Death Stranding. The fer- with the fervor increasing, fans have found more and more potential connections, although how many of them are more than mere coincidence is still to be discovered. In recent days, fans have pointed out that Kojima has put out pictures on Instagram of him holding a blue box and a tweet that contains the words <laughs> Silent in Hills. Blue Box Game Studios' YouTube account banner is a set of hills. In the abandoned trailer, the, key, the trees cover the letters P and T at the 49-second mark. The list goes on. Previous mobile games from Blue Box Game Studios feature a handprint, which looks very similar to the one from Death Stranding as a logo. In the Death Stranding's director cut trailer, Sam's backpack backpack features a Netherlands flag, and Blue Box is based in the Netherlands. Kojima Productions has also recently opened a subsidiary called Kojima Productions Amsterdam. An old Blue Box Game Studio Kickstarter has also been found, where funding was canceled after a private investor got involved. A Dutch interview with Karaman Karaman, uh, was translated and posted to the Blue Box subreddit, where Karaman uh, seemingly says, quote, We've been working with Sony since 2015. What happened now and how it happened that this game became a PS5 exclusive, I can't reveal as of yet, end quote. Blessing, how does all that hit you? Uh, we've been working with Sony since 2015. Uh-huh. Do you know who else has been working with Sony since 2015? Who's that? Uh, it's, it's this guy named Hideo Kojima. Oh, he interesting, interesting, interesting. He made um, a game called Death Stranding. I don't know, man. If this is a developer that's out here trying to uh, build this conspiracy theory to market their game, they're doing a phenomenal job. And they're going to piss me the fuck off. If we're not done yet. So let's. I want to go through Jordan's thing. He says the other side, right? So we're out the other side of the rabbit hole, right? Mm. But let's calm down and take, and by the way, Jordan, great work on this article. But, but let's calm down and take our tinfoil hats off for a moment. The studio only follows six people on Twitter. And that li- list includes myself, Jordan Oleman, and Jeff Keighley. 
Keeley has spoken on Twitter about how he is talking to Hassan about helping to reveal the game over the summer. Keeley then posted on Reset Era, quote, just to set expectations, I honestly don't think this is what you guys think it is, before saying that Hassan was going to send him an email with some images he can post. Naturally, I've also had quite a few DMs uh, from fans who want to unravel the mystery and confirm if this is a Kojima game or not. I can't confirm that just yet, but I am in touch with Karaman uh, at the moment via email. At the very least, I can confirm they are a real studio based in the Netherlands. You can see more of the transcript from our April interview on Reset Era. We're trying to set up a call uh, at the moment to really get to the bottom of this, and I hope we'll be able to share more information soon, perhaps as a follow-up interview to the one conducted in April. Whether Abandoned ends up being a secret Kojima slash Silent Hills project or not, mysteries like this uh, one are always exciting to follow and get involved with, and I'll be keeping my eye on Abandoned whatever happens. The fact is, the fact that it has gathered this kind of response from the gaming community is exciting. So roll on June 22nd in the official game reveal. I So at the beginning of all this, I was so doubtful. I was so doubtful that this could have anything to do with Hideo Kojima. And I, I still am. I'm still on. I'm still in the place where I'm like, no, this is a dev doing a phenomenal job at getting their project, the clout and the, the word of mouth and building this conspiracy to market their game. And again, they're doing a phenomenal job. I'm still in that place. But I am I'm I am also in the place where there's that two percent chance. <laughs> That this could be Hideo Kojima, and if it yeah. is, that means the fucking genius. But the, the the thing that the thing that that's mainly keeping me from it is when we got that Phantom Pain reveal. He did that on a big stage, like he revealed that in a way that I don't know had had way more eyes on it, right? Like he showed up at I believe I believe it was at the Game Awards. He he had the whole studio thing. He had the dude with the bandage wrapped around his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it was this whole big weird thing that we all had eyes on and we were, we were all like, what the fuck is going on? But it felt bigger. This doesn't feel as big. This feels very subtle. And like when, when I was first looking at the, the Twitter account for Blue Box Studios, it was sitting at around 6,000 followers. That is not a lot of followers for um, a bit to tease a Kojima game. Sure. I don't know what, what it's at right now. It's probably grown since then. But even still, like that's, that's a way smaller size than the Game Awards audience to make a big reveal. Yes. Yeah, right now for it's sitting me, at 16,000. For me, it's this part from thing. Well, the game is going to be formally revealed on June 22nd as part of a special app you can download on your PS5, which will feature a series of real-time trailers from the game to demonstrate gameplay. What in the flying fuck is that? What the hell are you talking about? A special, like, and maybe, like, a lot of this is coming from this Dutch interview that's being translated. So I wonder how much of that is uh, getting lost in Google Translate or whatever. But we're sitting here and we're talking about a special app on the PlayStation 5 to look at real time trailers. Like, who's put what? Why would this game that has like nothing going on, like this small indie game from the Netherlands, right? Why would they be making a special app and doing this? Why would, and they're working with PlayStation since 2015? Like, the whole thing, I'm right there with you, where it's like, it, I, I can see it either way. I can see it either way. My gut tells me there's something, there's more to this. That's what, I, right now where I'm at is I, I, obviously I want to believe, I agree with Jordan and a lot of people that were in the chat of talking about this, where it's just like, this is like the fun stuff of video game marketing of like going through and trying to do this whole thing. Like, I definitely want to believe, the thing that stops me the most from believing this is actually a tie-in is that they keep denying. They keep addressing that. You know what I mean? They keep talking about it and saying all this stuff. Like, I feel we talk about, you know, Moby Dick 
there weren't statements from them being like straight up, like we are not Hideo Kojima. We are not this thing. The fact that they're out there saying, Hey, we are strictly done with this. And this is not what it is. I, I don't, that doesn't like, strike. They're, they're saying that after doing things that are very obviously hinting toward it being Hideo Kojima. That's the yeah. thing that strikes me is that like, they know they knew about the Silent Hill connections, and then they came out and said, "Hey, our game is actually going to start the the name of it starts with an S, ends with an L." And then right after that, say nah, like act like, act like they don't yeah act like hey this has no connection you know we don't sorry for for it sorry for your mistake. I like it feels like it is part it all is part of a bit, and I I don't know I could see I could see Hideo Kojima doing something like that or maybe Kojima Productions maybe it's a spinoff team of Kojima Productions that he's co-leading but they're doing their own thing and he's just supporting it Maybe how that's pissed do you think people it? will be when this ends up just being it's all about death stranding director's cut like that's all it is it was just some weird promotion to get you to get excited about oh, the really death pissed. stranding <laughs> really pissed oh that'll, be, be, that'll pissed. be furious that'll be the end of that right yeah yeah so know, that's man. where we're at with the information blessing what what is you i want you to make your prediction for what's going to happen on june 22nd I think June twenty second, a lot of people are going to be upset. I think people are. are I, I, I think you're going to get a weird demo that is going to be, is going to be the abandoned thing, and they're going to try and lean into the Silent Hill connections and try to make their own PT thing. But I don't think it's going to be anything that has to do with Hideo Kojima. I think this is them taking advantage of a reveal that people mistook as something else and then being like hey this is a really great opportunity for us to market our game and i think you're going to continue to get that and that seems to be more of it right of like yeah maybe this is a they got served like and they were super disappointed we're like i mean we've worked on this for years and now you guys think it's that and then in the aftermath of it like wait a second we could use this to our advantage we could actually get behind our but like at what point were they like let's make a app that we'll put on PlayStation 5. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> there's going to be yeah. an abandoned app, which only makes me think more that there's going to be a thing of there's seven trailers on it, and if you watch them in the proper order, it unlocks this other thing that'll do this thing that'll like make you... Maybe it is just another trailer for abandoned. Maybe it is actually something Kojima-related. I mean, that's, I I mean, that's that sounds about. like them trying to lean into doing a PT kind of thing, which I think makes sense for what this is. The thing that throws me a little bit for for a loop is the Hassan uh Karaman, the 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 connections in name because yeah. that's a thing that I believe that name's been floating around since the beginning right like that's not yeah. chat correct me if I'm wrong that's not a name that came up recently with the newer stuff and if that's the case have they been planning this from the get-go who the fuck is Hassan Karaman uh like what the fuck is going on with that um but yeah aside from that it I, seems just too coincidental doesn't it doesn't it seem a lot of this is way too coincidental which is why I can't write this off 100% and which is why I'm along for the ride, but it doesn't, this can't be right. Like, this can't be a Hideo Kojima thing. That doesn't like, like, I can't make it make sense in my brain that this is Hideo Kojima doing all this as much as I want it to be. I'm going to make the prediction that it is just so I can, I can, I, I want to believe there's too many coincidences. Let's roll the dice, everybody. What do you think so- and my question is, what do you think Sony thinks about this? They revealed this game on the PlayStation blog. Like, they backed this thing. Do you think somebody there is reading all this and going, oh, what the fuck did we do? We have to cut this connection? Or do you think that they're they're in on it? And they're, and they're like, nah, man, this is part of the game. This is how we win. Kojima Productions and PlayStation, we're holding hands. This is our thing. That's another great question. Because you, uh, oof, yeah. You know what? Let me look at like, the I, You imagine them, them doing this shit would rub Sony the wrong way. Hold on, abandoned PlayStation blog. I want to see the original post. I don't, I don't. I haven't seen the original post in a long time. 
Yes, and that's the thing is if they're working so closely with them, right? Hello, everybody. Yeah, Hassan uh, Karaman here. Blue Box Game Studios based in the Netherlands. Exclusively to PlayStation. Yeah. This You raise a really interesting point, right? So we're, mm-hmm. we have this thing here where they're debuting the game on the PlayStation blog and saying, hey, it's exclusive to PlayStation. We have the thing of we've been working with PlayStation since 2015. Uh, and that was when they pulled off their thing, right? We've been working with Sony since 2015. What happened now and how it happened that this game is a PlayStation 5 exclusive, I can't reveal as of yet. PlayStation PR is pretty locked down. And PlayStation yes. VR will throw their weight around with smaller developers of shut the fuck up, like what are you doing? Exactly. And if you want another PlayStation blog, a PlayStation blog post, you don't do this shit. Like you don't come out and pretend you're Hideo Kojima and tease your game to be a Kojima Productions game when it's not. Fuck, I'm not, I'm I'm convincing myself now, Greg. It's fucking real. <sighs> Here's the bigger question, I guess. I don't want to do lean in, on, though. Uh, why not? Have fun. Who cares? June 22nd, when this goes up, do you think we actually get answers? Or Because that's what I, my, my, my prediction is that this weird app will go up, if it's an app at all. You, people will have to spend the week going and figuring out what to do and following clues and words in the background, and then it just gets to another cryptic tease. Like, mm-hmm. or, I mean, maybe that's when it does the PT thing of, like, it opens up the demo and we see, you know, Norman read Silent Hills or whatever. But, like, I want to believe because it'd just be so cool. It would be so Kojima. And he broke his silence recently, right, with, like, a tweet in the Instagram of, like, sitting down to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, something about work again for the first time. I want to believe. I want to believe. I'm believing. I believe. You're believing. Something's going on with this game, and I want to know what it is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm... I, I'm probably 70-30 at this point now. Like, I went from being 98-2% to now I'm 70-30 on what the fuck. Like, I still, I can't let myself lean in all the way on this being a Kojima thing. I'm joining but the Blue Box Conspiracy Reddit. I need to know. The PlayStation the PlayStation blog is the thing that's th- that's been throwing me for a loop uh, for the last week. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Of course, any game, like, the only requirement to being a PlayStation exclusive is to just release your game on PlayStation. Like any game can call themselves a PlayStation exclusive if they wanted to. And so like, that's not the crazy thing for me here. The crazy thing for me here is just the fact that just this random ass game was revealed on the PlayStation blog. And now they're going through all, through um, like through all this shit. And well, here you go. I'm on, I'm on the subreddit here, the blue box conspiracy. And they call out this person who joined, who is an AR, who's skilled at making ARGs. So mm-hmm. that's the other thing. Maybe it's just not a huge thing. You know what I mean? It's not going to be this gigantic game. It's going to be something smaller. Like from Kojima or just in general? From Kojima Productions, yeah. I mean, he did talk about doing episodic games, doing smaller titles. And so I think that would line up. If he is like, hey, I, w- I want to do my own horror game. It's abandoned. And it actually turns out it looks better than the screenshots you've seen. These are actually fake screenshots. Here's the real abandoned. It looks like PT. I think that would be a pretty cool move. But I think what we do get in June 22nd is going to be more teases i do not think you're gonna get a full reveal i'm excited this is fun and stupid let's see what happens ladies and gentlemen. so stupid we'll be covering it on june 22nd we'll all be downloading the app and i'll be watching the blue box conspiracy right now they have a great one i'm about to tweet that says jeff speaks nothing but lies and it's the memento polaroid that says don't believe his lies <laughs> it's jeff Keeley in the polaroid <laughs> mm-hmm. this works if you've watched memento but if you haven't it might fall flat did Sorry, I'm watch? still thinking about Jeff Keighley talking about how they DM'd him to be part of Summer Games Fest. He did a he did a Twitter Q and A too, where he, that, that he brought this up and was laughing about it. Like, so people yeah. are all like, "He's smiling too much." 
Something I mean, fucking's though. going on. He was smiling too much, Greg. Something's going on. All right? Hideo's up to something. BB Games over here is up to something. June 22nd can't get here soon enough now, everybody. You know what I mean? Let's take a nice, have a nice uh, sleep. Wake up on June 22nd, figure out what's going on. Can't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, Kind of Funny Games Daily. You can get it on patreon.com slash Games and support us and the show. Of course, if you go to patreon.com slash Games and kick us a few bucks, you can ride it to be part of the show. You can get the show at the exclusive post show. You can get a whole bunch of other benefits like getting your name read, like getting exclusive shows and having a good time. But most importantly for right now, you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, let's hear from our sponsor. This show is brought to you by Burrow. Most of us haven't found our forever home, which makes buying furniture a double-edged sword. You're either buying some cheap futon that you'll just leave out on the curb someday, or you're investing in an expensive sofa that might last forever, but definitely becomes a pain in the butt when it's time to actually move. You'd think someone would have figured out how to create quality furniture built for the way we actually live, wherever we live. Well, someone has. Burrow. Burrow makes furniture easy to shop for. Shop for everything you need for your living room online. No far-flung warehouses, no high-pressure salespeople. Plus, Burrow's world-class support team is available for you whenever you need. Burrow makes furniture easy to assemble, easy to move. Burrow's innovative modular design and super helpful instructions makes assembling and disassembling your furniture quick and hassle-free. And when it's time to move, your Burrow furniture won't hold you back. It's furniture designed for the way you live. Their credenzas are actually tall enough to fit next and console standing vertically. Their award-winning Nomad Sofa has a built-in USB charger for all-day power. It makes things fast with free shipping on every order. Burrow can save you an average of $100 on large items like a couch and a logistics headache. Right now, you can get $75 off your first order at burrow.com slash games. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash games for $75 off your Burrow purchase. Burrow.com slash games. One. You're muted, Greg. You're muted. Kevin, can you hear him? I'm unmuted. That's weird. Oh, there it is. Somehow I got muted in Discord. Though. I don't do anything. Is it maybe PlayStation trying to silence me to spreading the good truth they about Kojima? <laughs> they don't want I thought it was weird. I was talking to you during the ad and you weren't responding to me. I was like, oh, Bless is in the zone. All right, number two on the Roper Report. We have some other uh, real leaks, it looks like, for you over at the Epic Game Store. Uh, Wario64 called these out today, saying that Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, and Alan Wake Remastered have listings on the Epic Game Store back end right now. So look for those to be coming over there soon. That's great news, Blessing. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. I, was, I've, I've been, I think we've all been wondering when that game is going to come around to other platforms. And so it makes sense that after a year, uh, a year after getting Final Fantasy VII Remake on PlayStation, the that the timer is up for it to come out on pc uh question for you blessing as somebody who yeah i know you and i of course host uh ps i love you xoxo so i know you play a lot of playstation but you play more pc than me do you Mm. find yourself using the epic game store ever no like i've I've rarely used epic game store i well the thing is the pc games that i tend to play tend to be uh first person shooters like uh, multiplayer games and usually those come off of their own launchers and so for the most part, if I'm playing PC, I'm playing something like Valorant or I'm playing Apex and I'm playing those off of Origin or I'm playing those off of Riot. Um, Epic Games Store, I'll check in every now and then. Like there was that one game, uh, the game about the the development studio, like comedy sitcom game that's that was free on Epic Games Store. I played a little bit of that, but for the most part, I don't I don't tend to go on Epic that much. Interesting. Interesting. Three out of ten is, or three out of five. No, three out of ten is the game I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. You uh-huh. know this game. 
It was like a Three. cartoon style sitcom. Oh game. yeah, it's like the one that like uh, they keep up putting out like new chapters for. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're like doing chapters. season two right now. Jesus. All right. Cool. Yeah, Epic Game Story. Remember, it was such a big deal when it launched, and everybody's mad at it. And now it's just part of the ecosystem. It's just out there, as you'd expect, and they're adding stuff to it every day. So, yeah, Good I don't remember them, the man. last time I saw somebody online mad about Epic Game Store. Like, it seems like that whole thing is passed by now. Sure. Now everybody's just mad about them suing Apple. Number three on the Roper Report: uh, Lost Judgment has a playable Sega Master System, meaning you should immediately pre-order it. Uh, this is Chris Scullion over at VGC. Lost Judgment will contain a playable Sega Master System. New footage has revealed. Eight minutes of new gameplay footage was posted on Ryuga Gotoku uh, Studios' official. Oh, I should have just said RGG Studios' official YouTube channel, as seen in the video embedded on VGC. At the four-minute mark, the, stu- the footage shows protagonist uh, Yagami in his office, where his pinball machine has been replaced by a sega master system it's not clear how many games will be playable on the console but the footage shows alex kid in miracle world and penguin land being played uh in the original judgment uh yagami had a pinball machine in his office this was replaced with an outrun arcade machine on the ps5 xbox series x slash s upgrade judgment remastered earlier this year the sega master system now replaces this Previous games in the Yakuza series have let players discover and play classic Sega arcade games, uh, the likes of Space Harrier, Fantasy Zone, Virtua Fighter 2, Super Hang-On, and Puyo Puyo have been playable in the past. This is the first time a home console has been featured, however. Lost Judgment is the sequel to 2018's Yakuza spinoff, Judgment. It was officially revealed via a video presentation last month and will be released worldwide September 24th for PS4, Xbox One, PS5, and Xbox Series X slash S. Blessing, Eddie Oye mm. Jr. I realize you are far too young to know what a Sega Master System is or to have I ever owned one, probably. But as a, man, <laughs> as a man whose video game love affair began with the Sega Master System, my first console of all time, this makes me incredibly excited. For everybody to play some Alex Kidd, maybe some Ghost House. I don't think that's a licensed one. Get some Ghost House going. Be Mick out there. Doubt it'll actually be there. But if it was, I'm... This makes me infinitely more excited in Judgment 2 because I like Judgment 1, as I've talked about before. I played it back in the day, fell off of it, and then earlier this year, right, went through and played a whole bunch of it and enjoyed enjoyed the hell out of it. But the idea that there's a Sega Master System there, I can get in there and play some uh, Sega Master System games? Hell yeah. Yeah, I love that they're, that they're doing this. They shot off the Sonic fighting game was going to be in there as, as well. And yeah, dude, like I, they they knock it out of the park with, with Yakuza and Judgment with doing these things. Like it reminds me of some of the things I like the most about playing game like goofy ga- games with goofy elements like this. You know, fucking yeah. around. And I remember as a kid playing so much of the original Donkey Kong arcade game in Donkey Kong sixty four. And me and my sisters were obsessed with going back in there and trying to get a higher score than uh, uh, than each other. I think you know them them finding new new games to quote unquote new right different games to put into the judgment games and the yakuza games i think it's so cool and makes me want to try makes me want to try out lost judgment like what's your level of hype for that well it's one of the for the overall game yeah i want to see what improvements they've made to it i haven't read too much up on it i really liked judgment but it, it judgment is so dense with content and long that I didn't finish it the second time. I remember, if you remember, I played for a couple of weeks, had a great time with it. But it, it it also is that idea of like the same thing that I think loses me sometimes about the Yakuza games is it is just that same. All right, cool. You know, you run three feet. I'm into the. All right, go beat this guy up. Run back. 
And it's like the the stories are interesting enough, but not over the top. Like I have to see this through. I still would like to go back and find the killer and all that stuff. But so I'm in a weird place with it. I want to see how this one's improved off of what the last one did. Because it's that thing of like, I can't be hyped for this one when I haven't even finished the last one. But I also haven't felt the pull back to judgment. And that's the thing I've talked about when I left it, right? It was like, you know, I left it. I, they do a great job with their chapters of being like, hey, previously on judgment. And they run you through everything. So I got it to a point, like, I forget if it's, I forget what chapter is not even worth talking about, mm-hmm. but it's multiple chapters in where I felt like, all right, cool. This is a stopping point that I can go. I forget if we had to review something or do something for PS. I love you's a game club or whatever, but it's there for me to get back to. But if this is a more streamlined, cut some of the fat off, you know, improve on what they did, I might jump right to this one and go. Cause I did really enjoy Yagami. I really did enjoy, you know, his cast of characters and the combat of it obviously is Yakuza, but then the detective stuff layered on top of it. I thought was cool. Yeah. Are you gonna yeah, I'm excited to try it out. Yeah. I, I'm, I think I'm going to at least try it out. You know, I, I tell myself whenever there's a new Yakuza game that I'm going to play it, and then I get 10 or so hours in, and then I fall off. That's exactly what happened with me and Like a Dragon. Even though I, I loved the 10 hours that I played of Like a Dragon, uh, I for whatever reason, I just don't end up sticking with those games. But Lost Judgment... Uh, Lost Judgment has me interested because Judgment 1 was one that I really liked the premise of. You know, I like the idea of playing this detective yeah. game that has a lot of the Yakuza elements in it. And I, I just skipped out uh, on, on the original Judgment because there are other games coming out. And so totally. Lost Ju- Judgment is for sure one that I want to try out when it comes through. Well, we'll both be trying it out September 24th. But blessing, September is so far away. Holy shit, September 24th. That'll be yeah, really yeah. close to when I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. that's not that far away <laughs> holy fucking shit uh september so far away but not that far away it turns out uh, if i wanted something more immediate say what came to the mom and grab shop where would i go you would go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday out today, Vader Immortal, a Star Wars VR series, is officially on PlayStation VR retail. Uh, Naraka Blade Point's second global beta is live now. Uh, the DualSense Cosmic Red Wireless Controller and the DualSense Midnight Black Wireless Controller are available today. Hold on. I had my FedEx open earlier because I'm supposed to be getting... They were supposed to come yesterday. It says 10... It's 10.30 at night, p.m., and it says on the thing, bless, oh, it'll be delivered by the end of the day, by 8 o'clock. I'm like, you lying motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That is, what are you talking about? Don't like that. I don't like that one bit. If it got if it got here, I can run out and get it. But hold on, I'm opening up. Have you do you use FedEx.com? Blessing? Only with only when something's missing. Only when I get something late or when something's missing, I'll open it up. We get a lot of packages, you know, throughout the years. And you know, I've, so I've used this dot com for a long time. I cannot believe how fucking terrible FedEx.com is, even with an account. These oh, yeah. motherfuckers. Oh, Someone yeah. go over there and tell, teach them how to use a website and make it actually like do what you want it to do. Still on a delivery truck. I'll believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see it, FedEx. All right. Uh, back to this. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity Expansion Pass Wave 1 Pulse of the Ancients is out today. Uh, Metro Exodus Enhanced Edition is also out today. New dates for you. Song of Horror on PS4 will get a box digital, or I'm sorry, a box deluxe edition uh, July 20th, 2021. And then the new Druid Up date for round guard will be released on the switch ps4 ps5 xbox one xbox series x slash s steam and apple arcade on june 24th blessing greg we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games to go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set this straight and get the record straight get everything there let's see editorializing deleted editorial 
I uh, no no editorializing. We did everything. Oh, here we go. ALWT Gaming says FedEx is greater than DHL, and honestly, I don't have a horse in that race. Honestly, I don't know yeah, because I, don't I, I the overall I don't use no, in our industry. No one uses DHL. It's very rare to get a DHL package. FedEx, mm-hmm. for the most part, in terms of a service, and I know uh, this has been burning for a million people. A good enough service. Usually, I, get, I I'm on the text alerts. Oh, this thing's gonna get delivered that day. It gets delivered that day. I'm not even complaining about. FedEx is, you know, botching the timeline last night. You know, I was joking around about that. Whatever. These things happen. Plus, I was on a vacation hold. A whole bunch of shit's happening for me. But more important, the only thing I'm calling out is FedEx's website fucking sucks. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, all I you want to do, do is, is you just want to look up your tracking number, and that's it. And they make it so difficult just to look up your tracking number. That's the that's the usage for me with the FedEx website the most, and I feel like it's the most hassle to get there. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it, like the app doesn't have the functionality of the website, but then the website barely runs when I get there. Like it just and like it makes me log in a million times, and it's all these different things. It's pulling up what it's pulling up like the the spare bedroom address sometimes that I've deleted a million mm-hmm. times. Get out of here with that. Yeah. Uh, but hard to find rights, and it says, please don't bash my place of employment, FedEx. I don't come to kind of funny and tell you how to look like a grandpa on the E3 stage. All right, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough, hard to find. You're right, you're right, you're right. Congratulations. I apologize. I didn't mean to do that. Bring that FedEx, your place of employment, looking like your grandpa over there. Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? It's Friday. You've made it through another week. That means you get a weekend of gaming, but you also get a new week of hosts next week because we'll be back each and every weekday with Kind of Funny Games Daily. Currently, the hosts look like this. Monday, it's Blessing and Tim. Tuesday, it's Blessing and Imran. That's not right, is it? Oh, shit. That's not right. That, that can't be. Right. I think right. I think I just didn't update this. This I is no, it's right. blessing and Widow. It's blessing and Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Put that. Wait, how is it how is this so jacked up? Oh, no, I think it's oh, because it's like the old, old one. I see, I see, I see. So Tuesday is blessing and Widow. Uh Wednesday is me and no, that's still wrong. What? Oh, so I got it. I got it. Monday it's me and Tim. Tuesday it's you and Widow. Wednesday it's me and Andy. Thursday is you and question marks. Yeah, I have Friday, emails out for my question marks. I'll get you somebody soon. Don't worry about it, everybody. And Friday, yeah, me and Tim. One yeah, man, we got it. We got Man, we we haven't updated the fucking uh, uh template in a long I, time. <laughs> I think this might be like the old old template. Like, cause yeah, usually we have okay. a weekly template, and then we have like the standard template. Yeah. This is definitely from the standard template that we haven't updated in like a year. <laughs> We gotta get rid of that thing. I don't know. That makes any sense. Uh, if you're watching live on Twitch, ladies and gentlemen, Snow Bicycle Michael is gonna take the stream here. He is gonna be playing some Fortnite uh, with Joey and Kevin and having a good time over there, right, Kevin? Yep. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to catch that stream later, of course you can go to our newest YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash Kinda Funny Plays. Each and every one of our daily beefy usually three hour streams goes live over there for your viewing pleasure of course if you don't want to watch it there that's fine I don't, you can't watch anywhere else you can watch a lot i guess twitch.tv so kind of funny games you can subscribe like share all that jess remember kind of funny games daily uh, is not officially officially over we're going over to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where we'll record the daily post show you can get over there for just a few dollars so if you enjoyed what you got here go on over there if you didn't let's not talk about it don't tell anybody you're mad about it and we'll just get back to it later another time you know what i mean ladies and gentlemen Play some games this weekend. Have a good time. Drink some water. Until the next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.